And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Welcome to it. Chewing the Fat. April 8th, 2020. Broadcasting from the CQB, the COVID-19 quarantine bunker. So yesterday, quiet. Facebook launched their new messaging app for couples, Tuned. So you can privately send each other messages, music, photos, and moods. The app, available in the U.S. and Canada, project of the new product experimentation team at Facebook. I would like to be part of that group, the new product experimentation team. And they are just trying to figure out what they're going to do to help this platform. They want to help make users make friends, social music listening, meme maker, dating service for students. We all remember, isn't that what Snapchat is? Just a thought. So uh, I mentioned this this morning on uh, my Chewing the Fat segment during uh, Pat Gray Unleashed that uh, this could be, I don't know, my last week broadcasting uh, Chewing the Fat, depending on how long the uh, this, this takes. But I received an email from Reem Ibrahim Al-Hashimi. Uh, the Minister of State and Petroleum, also the Minister of State for International Cooperation in UAE. And he kindly left me a link for more understanding, a Wikipedia page uh, that has about Reem El Hashimi, which I haven't clicked on yet. But uh, he wrote to solicit me for my partnership in claiming $47 million from a financial home in Cambodia. Now, the aforementioned fund, $47 million, is my his share percentage from the oil-gas deal with Cambodia-Vietnam government between 2013 and 2014. He doesn't want his government to know about the fund. And so he's proposing that uh, he's going to send me another email with detailed information on how this business would be successfully transacted. And nobody knows about now. It's just a secret between him and me. It's a secret between Reem Ibrahim El Hashimi and me. And now the audience. No, no, no. It's just a secret. Oh, okay. Now, he, as the minister of petroleum, he's not allowed to be part of such a deal because it goes against his country's professional practice policy. So he wants me to stand on his behalf and receive this fund into any account that is solely controlled by me. And when I I do that, he's going to compensate me with 30% of the total amount involved as gratification for being his partner in the transfer. All I have to do is, you know, reply to his email, and I'm in. Now, 30% of $47 million is what, $15, $16 million? No, 18. I'm going to re- I'm going to reply, 18. I'm going to reply that I want, you know, you got to take at least 50, bro. It's a secret <laughs> between me and him. I want Look at least at you. 50. What are you doing? You're being so generous right now. This is it's unbecoming. Oh, wow. I mean, come on. Is this a secret? His government doesn't want him to do it. He's, you know, doing this deal behind everybody's back because he doesn't want to lose the money. And as Minister of State of Petroleum and Minister of State of International Cooperation in UAE, you know, in Cambodia, you can well understand why Reem Ibrahim El Hashimi would want to keep that a secret. But uh, so what, I don't know how long this deal is going to take to uh, come to fruition, but when it's done, I'm out. So. Does he need? Because uh, right now, you know, I'm, as you can see, Jeff Fisher, I'm holding it to the camera for everybody watching at home. You know, I just have a check here that one of my kiddos decided to write, you know, on, and now I'm down one Not check. Nice. Um, so, do they need the bank account number? Because I could give them that right now. You know, first of all, first of all, Reem sent this email to me. I know. Don't I know. be trying to get so, zip in on, on, like- on, my, on my money. Because it feels like, you know, Reem is, you know, a CTF CTF listener. So, you know, bank account number 314-074-269. You know, I'm ready to rock and roll, baby. And uh, what do you need me to send you? We just need the routing, we just need the routing number. Okay, and 314-074-269. Um, and by the way, 
By the way, your kids just drew that check is still that check is still usable. Oh yeah, Little color yeah. not a big deal. No, no, the, this is that check. yeah. But the problem is that you know I decided to write the word void right across it. Okay, well now you can't. Use now it. I can't now, use it. Now you've yeah. wasted. By the wasted. way, isn't that the stupidest thing in the world that a check no longer comes valid as soon as you put the word void? Right. That's dumb. You, no, that's dumb. Why? No. That's dumb. That's stupid. No. A check. And by the way, why are we? I mean, I would have to search high and low to find a check. Oh no, house. baby! I have one, two, three, four, six checkbooks. One is always in the car. One is next to my bedstand. Two of them are here in my office, and the other two, the kids decided to write on them because they feel like they're notebooks. So, why? Why what? I do have checkbooks. Who doesn't have checkbooks? Paid online, cards and online. Oh no, no, no! Need checks? No, no, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. Nobody even takes checks anymore. Oh, people take checks. The the cashiers look at you like, "What a check!" People take checks. Is either that or nothing? So you're telling me right now that if if you say, "Hey, Chris, you owe me fifty bucks, and I write a check for you for fifty dollars," you're gonna say, "No, I want cash." Yes. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Now, I may take the check just in case, but I prefer cash. The check, then there's a paper trail. I don't like that paper trail stuff. I just need the cash. Also, did you see where 600,000 email it users are uh, just being sold on the dark web? Dun, yeah, dun, dun, had. Dun. I know. Now, been, it was been hacked two years ago. The actual hack took place a couple years ago. And now right? so, we're just finding out? Right. So these hackers uh, breached email it two years ago. And they email planted it. their they planted themselves inside the app and they took all this data. They've been taking all this data. Okay. And they contacted the email it people uh-huh. and said, Hey, um, how about a little bounty? I mean, they're like they're like uh, they're pirates. Oh, and okay. They want money. Okay, okay. They want money, and so email it said, mm, no. Ooh. No, we're not going to pay you. Uh, we, say, we don't believe you. Did they say <laughs> we do do not negotiate with terrorists? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yes. So that's what that's what they wanted to say. <laughs> you know, whether that was actually what they said, but between the lines, yes, that's yeah. what email. We do not negotiate saying. with terrorists. This is America. Right. So. They uh, they notified the Italian Postal Service, which I'm sure is. I mean, when you when you notify the C N A I P I C, woof. I'm sorry. <laughs> the what? The C N A I P I C, the Italian Postal Service. Is that supposed to mean like the USPS? All I, I don't think they're worthy of the USPS. But, no, I know that. Know, not what I'm notified. saying. Like USPS has a nice rhythm. USPS, and then the Italian one has. You're telling me that the CNAIPIC doesn't just roll off your tongue? It does not roll off my tongue, and <laughs> and usually words <laughs> roll out of my tongue much easier because I could roll my R's, and that is not no, no. Okay, well they caught anyway. The uh, email it. Contacted the Italian Postal Police, CNAIPIC, and uh, they said, We're not paying you. And of course, they said, You know, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Now, the hackers said, Okay, you know what? No problem. We'll sell all that data that we stole on the dark web. Dun, dun, dun. Have a nice day. Now, the good thing is, according to email it, uh, don't worry about it because they only got passwords, security questions, content, attachments. Don't worry about it. They didn't get any real significant information. Wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. So for email it, emails and password and attachments are not something that I should ah, worry about? Don't, yeah, no, that's fine. They didn't get any. They didn't get anything that was worthy of anything. But you know, they I, got, I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, this is annoying because um, 
I don't know about you, Fisher. You, you're more secure than I am. You know, you you've been around the oh. blocks. You've been around the blocks more than I have. Uh, if you know my password for my email, you know my password for everything. Well, all I know is that the hackers claim to be in possession of 46 databases they stole from email. It. Okay? The databases contain information on users who signed up for the free email it email account. So if you were paying for email it, you're fine. <laughs> The hackers so. claim that databases contain plain text passwords, okay. security questions, okay. email content, okay. and email attachments okay. for just the users who signed up for the service between 2007 and 2020. Whoa. So, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. Go back. Go back. So anybody that signed up for free to email it from 2007 to 2020, they have that information. The free service. The free yeah, service. The, if you are paying for it, then you're fine. I, and again, I, I want to. I want to reiterate. Okay, hold on. I want to reiterate. All they got. Uh huh. Was plain text passwords. Uh huh. Security questions. Uh huh. Email content. Uh huh. And email attachments. That's all they got. I feel like email it is downplaying this way too much. That is that's a security breach. Like I said, email it, email it made clear that no financial information was stored on the hacked servers. So you're fine. Here's the thing, babe. My email also is attached to my bank account. So when I get a statement, what? what? Yes. The bank attaches that statement as an attachment to that plain text email. And my bank account is available right there. So, so I feel that email it needs to go back and hire a better firm to represent them. Because if I'm an Italian right now and I get a correspondent from the NCPISTDB that, you know, my stuff got hacked, I am mad. I am now, furious. You could buy it on in the dark web. They're only asking for... Uh, 0 0.5 and 3 Bitcoin for your data on the dark web. So that's anywhere from 3,500 to 22,000. Wow. For your data. So maybe, maybe email it should pay the ransom. I feel like this is, a, this is a time when, when, you know, you sit with everybody at the board and said, eh, look at the time. Um, Bobby, can you give us your Bitcoin uh, wallet information and let's pay Viteris. It's not working. I don't know how America does it. You know, they said they do not negotiate with terrorists. We're just Italians. So can we get our information back, please? But they're fine with it because no financial information yeah. was yeah. stored on yeah. these data. Unless the all, bank... All they got. All they got. My gosh, Chris. Are you do not understand what I'm saying No, I, you? know, that's what I'm saying. I'm not understanding this. So please elaborate one more time. Okay. So the hackers uh -huh. only were able to take plain text passwords, security questions, email content, and email attachments for the people who signed up and used the service, which it looks like it's only about 600,000 people, between 2007 and 2020. So, my gosh, and think about this now, seriously. Think about the brush with greatness inside those emails, right? So the bank that sent you your account information, now you're getting, you're going into your email account, seeing that information and then going into the bank from there. Holy cow. Uh, thanks, email it. Appreciate it. Don't, don't ever negotiate with terrorists. I agree. bunker even in the cqb uh when news i mean when ctf records news happens i remember the motto and uh so that I mean that music is the bunker breaking news sounder i don't know why we don't have i thought we had, I thought we had access to all our sounders okay now see i can see you shaking your head 
And I know the audience that are, you know, watching Chewing the Fat, those of you watching live on 4-8-2020 can see you shaking your head. But others just hear the rocks going back and forth, and they don't know which way they're going, up or down or back or forth, as my father used to say. I was uh, interested. Uh, I, have a, I just got an idea. One quarantine, right? Me and you, you're in your CQB. I'm in my CQB. What if for one day only we let the audience watch us record? Okay. I'm fine with that. I mean, I'll have to put a shirt on and put some shorts on so I don't Wait. just sit here like I'm sitting here so, now. So that means that no more shirtless Jeffy? Yeah. Okay. For that day. For, for that, that day. day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, was, I, was, I think that's a pretty good idea. Either that or do a virtual CTF hangout where we get to hang out with the audience. Okay. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. If you're interested, email Jeffy. Let him know if, that you're interested. Get a, a Zoom meeting going and we'll do a CTF happy hour hangout with Jeffy. I like that. That's fun. It'd be fun. Yeah. That'd Back be fun. And, and look, and, and look, uh, you get your little Zoom account and get ready for the meeting, but keep it on mute, all right? Unless I tell you to mute. Uh, well, mute it. Uh, see, the, the cool thing about Zoom <laughs> is that uh, the host, which will be me, since I'm the one that paid for the account, um, can control all that. So I could just okay, let good. them in, and we decide who okay. gets the privilege to speak at the happy so you hour. Can sp so, so here's the deal. You can speak all you want, Absolutely. but we may not hear you. Absolutely. You can say, you can... Talk to your little heart's content. I love. You that can even thing. take the laptop into the toilet with you if you want to go. Actually, we would like that. That's where I'm going to have my computer. I don't know where you're going to have your computer. My computer. <laughs> I do the best thinking on the toilet. Do you, Donald Absolutely. Trump? Do you? Absolutely. Have you tried it? <sighs> okay. Didn't we have, have breaking news? I have a lot better, comfortable, more comfortable seats in my home than the toilet to sit on and think then you don't have okay. a good toilet right that's you're right you're right you know what you're right so anyway back to the breaking news which we never got to we actually have breaking news uh here on, on chewing the fat because when chewing the fat records news, news happens happen. so what is the breaking news as we're recording today bernie sanders suspends his presidential campaign. Wow. Enhance the nomination to Biden. Pretty much. Yeah. Wow, that, that's that's incredible. What what changed? I wonder what changed for him to drop out because he was holding strong with that and hanging out. I mean, they had the they had the Wisconsin primary yesterday. But we don't have the results of that, although we know that, I mean, we're pretty much assured that Biden will win. We're talking politics. Well, that's because it's inside the breaking news window on Chewing the Fat. I try to steer clear of a lot of politics, but, you know, when it happens, it happens. If it's breaking news, uh, when CTF records, news happens, we have to cover it. I just wonder what changed why he dropped out, because well, he was pretty firm on not dropping out. I will tell you, first of Gotta all. Got to be the money. Got to be the money. The guy used Periscope to announce his uh, suspension of the campaign. That's mistake number one. And the then mark. number two is I will know more information about why he decided to drop out. But it's a 20-minute video of him telling oh. us. Uh, I don't have the time. Do you have the time? I don't have the time. <laughs> do I, do I want to sit through 20 minutes of Bernie Sanders telling me why he wants to drop out? No, thank you. But... He does says, while the campaign ends, the struggle for justice continues of on. Of course it does. Of course it does. Yeah. Power on. And the Bernie bros are still strong. So how long do you think? You're going to make me sit through 20 minutes of Bernie Sanders to hear what this douche has to say. Because 18 of it. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that to be funny. But 18... 18 of that 20 is just him babbling on the same stuff he's said for the last 80 years of his life. And then we're going to get to the meat of why he's dropping out for two minutes. Oh, it's going to be let, over. Let me, let me see something. Okay. Let, let, let me just turn it on. 
and I'll jump in right in the middle. Let me give, give me one second. Let me make this big. Um, let me uh, do all this stuff. Stand by. We're gonna go at the seven minute mark, and he's saying, "Dedicated group of people who have taken our message to every part of this country, and I want to thank all of those who made the music and the art an integral part of our campaign." What are you talking about? That's, I'd stop it right there. I don't even. We don't have to hear him. I mean, clearly. I want to thank the, the clearly the integral part of the Bernie Sanders campaign is the music and the art. Uh, there's no you don't you don't think of it when you think of Bernie Sanders, you think of music, you think of art, and absolutely. so absolutely, you know, you think of art, the musicians, the artists, the people that you know want everything for free because they chose a career that doesn't pay as much as they thought it was going to pay, those are the people that, you know, backed up the Bernie Sanders. Dude. Yes. Dude. And why are we talking well, about anyway, politics? We lost him. We lost him, and uh, sorry to see him go. Sorry, not sorry. It is definitely, definitely time here on Chewing the Fat to go to the break room. Oh, and that, my friends, is a nice cold Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Then we'll see what's happening in the break room. The podcast that ages you. The strip club that is uh, shutting down. What do they do? Have their drivers become the strippers. Come on, man. He's calling it Boober Eats. I am in love with this guy and these people and these strippers. Boober Eats. I hope the app is free. And with every delivery, you might actually get some milk. Check out Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and theblaze.com slash radio. And as a side note, that promo doesn't mention, but you should subscribe to uh, my YouTube channel as well, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. However, there is a little news uh, addendum to that uh, particular promo that you'll hear uh, running on uh, the Blaze Radio Network. And that is, uh, they're not called Boober Eats anymore. Only They could only call themselves that for about a week. And then uh, they got to cease and desist from Uber. Uber Eats gave them a cease and desist. Or you can't use that. It sounds like us. No, I'm sorry. No. Oh, no. 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 Just because something sounds like Uber Eats doesn't mean that you own everything. Well, I mean, in today's world, it kind of does. But plus, we're doing it, we're in a pandemic. So, so I mean, all laws. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So all laws are no longer laws. They're just suggestions. I don't even think they're suggestions anymore. They're just they're just not laws. We don't care. I don't but, think. I don't. Okay. Don't okay. worry about that. Don't worry about the whole new list of new laws and, okay. and rights and constitutional okay. rights. Don't worry about any okay. of that stuff. I got I it. Don't like your way but, of thinking, but okay. But they're they're not. So instead of fighting it, though which I think is probably the case, right? They may have been able to get away with it if the guy who owns the club wanted to fight it because he just did it for fun. He's trying to give his strippers, I'm sorry, his entertainers, uh, a, a way to make some money. And so they're deliver, you know, keep his restaurant open. They're not, they're not able to dance anymore. They don't have customers coming in. So uh, they served food, we'll deliver you food. So he's got the entertainers delivering food. So you still, you know, you can still have Misty deliver your stuff to the front door in barely, in, well, what I'm wearing right now. But uh, which is nothing. You shirtless and yeah. I don't think you call those shorts. But at some point they were shorts. Right now they're just so. So instead of fight it, he just said, "Okay, fine. We'll call it Lucky Devil Eats." I don't like it, and I don't like it. <laughs> So you're telling me, so you're telling me, Fisher, me and you own a strip club that mainly has 
Cougar models. And we okay. want to open up a store called Cougar Eats. You tell me we're going to get oh, assist and assist? Guaranteed you will. Yeah, Cougar Eats would definitely definitely make the name. And not, I agree with you. I this think is it's not silly, my America that I definitely. know. This is not <laughs> my <laughs> America that I know. What if I have you know, a bunch of children that I run a daycare and I'm tired of seeing the children, you know, and I want them, you know, to make some money and I call the delivery service Booger Eats. Am I going to get a sis and desist letter because I'm using Booger Eats? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I don't like this. I, I think Uber would like definitely this. do that. And I, I joked around about being during, you know, here in the pandemic and everything, but they can't let something like that slide. Right. If they believe that it's uh, that it's uh, an infringement, you've got to be able to go after it now. Because if they let it slide now, then they can't come back around okay. later. I, I, okay, fine, fine. But now you're just the big bully business. Yep. And by the way, yeah, Uber, do it all the time. Uber Eats, you're not profitable. I've seen your, I seen your, uh, your hernia. What do you say that? I see in your, I see in your report, your quarterly reports. You're not profitable, so maybe Boober Eats helps you because I don't have Boober Eats here. So the closest thing I have, oh what the heck, it's Uber Eats. So I'll just order from from Uber Eats instead of you sending a, a sis, uh, stop and sis order. How about you be like, you know, let's see what you guys are doing. Here, let me help you guys out. How about that? How about that? How about throw that, you know, that strip club owner, you buy him out and you close the business. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. I don't think that's going to happen. And, that, and it obviously didn't. So anyway, but he's still in business and he's still the same, you know. No, it's not the dress same. Code and it same is Misty not the same. Up. It doesn't. Again, I know it doesn't. It doesn't hit that. It doesn't hit that mark. Well, not just that. It doesn't. Okay, so far we've had two stories that no longer roll out of your tongue. You have the stupid the Italian postal service, and then yeah. now Boober eats is what? Lucky Charms eat what? Uh, yeah, Lucky Charms eats. That's what they are. Lucky Charms eats. No, what is it? Lucky Devil eats. Yeah, Lucky Devil eats. Yeah. Yeah, no. Lucky Devil eats. No, no. Now, is Lucky Charms going to come after them because they have the word lucky in them? Maybe. What Maybe. Hell? Sorry, guy. We'll take that one. That's CTF's fault. We did not say Lucky Charms. Oh, right. Edit that out. Because, Edit that you out. Know, one thing that I realized is, you know, people don't take your podcast serious. They just think it's just you saying it. You just send people and you just talk and talk and talk. But I have evidence. I have evidence that hey, is this Chris Cruz investigative reporting. This for is a Chris Cruz investigative report that I have Ice. evidence Ice. that this show is broadcasted inside one of the major newspaper outlet in America. Let's have it. I'm, I'm excited. The New York I Times. The I don't doubt it, by the way, but I want to hear the evidence. The New York Times listened to this broadcast. As well as should. Fisher, what has been the one complaint we'd had in this program, even recently as yesterday, as we talked about ReviewJournal.com, what was the one complaint we always have when it comes to clicking on news stories yeah they want you to pay for is agonizing why they make me pay for their sites some of the some of the websites let you have two or three uh stories and then they say you've reached your limit yep and new york for times the next 30 days or forever new york time was one of those until, yes they were until, I, in fact, I went out of my way to not click on new york Times stories because i used to get so angry oh so they're listening to you right now because as of today, I'm noticing right at the bottom, it says this. Up-to-date information on coronavirus is not available for free. See? Uh, there you go. Agonizing. That is evidence enough that 
This program is at broadcasting. Least, you know, look, yeah, at least they're, you know, I'll give them this. Look, they're a private company. They can do what they want. They want to charge me or attempt to charge me. Fine. But I love the fact that they're telling you up front. Telling you up front. You want updated updated information on news stories? Pay. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll just use my search engine and find it somewhere else. Yeah, and find your competitor. Find that guy that is blogging, you know, from the basement, and I'll give him the click instead of you. Or, you know, correct. And I hope that what that guy has done is that he's the guy that actually pays for the New York Times account, and and he's just copied and pasted out of that. And 9 out of 10, (laughs) that blogger in the basement has a subscription to the New York Times, and That's he's just, what I was saying. Good for him. Yes. I'm a fan of him. Yes. But I, I feel that this is what we've been asking for since the pandemic started. I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't surprise me that the New York Times is uh, listening to Chewing the Fat to get their information. It doesn't surprise me one little bit. Not one little bit. Which, by the way, this show is, has a pretty good track record. You know, that guy that, you know, owns this network is talking about how news outlet with credibility, you know, those yes. are the news outlet that people are are wanting. Uh, our credibility is nearly 90%. At least. At least. I, I mean, I think I feel hurt that you're only I know. Me I feel hurt too. Trust me. I wanted to say 99% like I'm reading on my uh, hand sanitizer, but I want to give a I want to give a wiggle room. I want to say 90% just in case because All right, fine. Y- you go back and hurt. listen to our reading between the lines. Yes. We're pretty darn close. You aren't lying. We are. Especially are. again. I don't mean and to brag. I was, go ahead. I don't mean to brag, but the royal family, <laughs> we nailed that to the T. That is completely, ever since we knew about this whole situation, we were reading between the lines, and then this following day, so this happened, we we just read between the lines. You don't need to explain to me. Like, we we just said that. Like, that's exactly what is happening. Thank you. New York Times knows, too. This listen to Chewing the Fat, and it's all good. And I will say that it's free. It's free. All you have to do is subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. It's free. The podcast, the YouTube channel, free. Now, if you hear commercials on it, that's the way it goes. Okay. But that's how we're paying for the, that's how we're making it pay. But for you today, I can't promise tomorrow, but for you today, it's free. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Okay. Now, I also have a great deal for you for Blaze TV. Now's the time if you want to subscribe to Blaze TV. You know, for those other people that you think are credible, whatever his name is and whatever her name is, you know who they are all over the network of the Blaze. You could get you a subscription to the Blaze for one year for $30 off. We figured it out yesterday. It's like, it's darn near free. It's, it's darn near free every month for the Blaze. And uh, just use the promo code Jeffy, okay? Promo code Jeffy. Blaze TV slash Jeffy. I think it's get.blazetv slash Jeffy. Promo code Jeffy will get you the discount, though. I mean, you're welcome. I got a Harvey Weinstein update, just a Weinstein update, because I saw a story that uh, I found fascinating, and I didn't know this story, and it's a couple years old, and I'm like, why didn't I know this story about Ron Perlman, the actor? And you know who he is. I mean, if you see his face, if you look up Ron Perlman, the actor, you know who he is. Uh, you know, Sons of Anarchy guy. He's been in all kinds of, he's, he's the, the, the big guy, the weird-looking guy. You know, he's been in all kinds of movies. So... He claimed in a story that he really uh, he didn't he didn't really have a relationship with Harvey. 
he wanted to show up at one of his charity events. And this took place back in 2001, long time ago now. But at that time, Harvey was a big deal, right? So if you're an actor, you want to, you feel like you got to, you want to get in good with Harvey. So he's filming and he's going to go to Kane's cons, cans, whatever the hell you want to call it. And he's going to fly in, zip in and go, he wants to, he wants to try to have some kind of, you know, some kind of dealing with Harvey. So he left a message for Harvey to call him back. And we wanted to get a ticket to one of his charity events. And when Harvey called him back, he said, uh, he said, you want to request a ticket from me? Yeah. Well, he thought I was the Ron Perelman, the Revlon guy. Okay, not not the actor. So he said once he realized that, that it was the actor, he just turned into the biggest effing piece of crap pig. Who are you to ask me? Do you know who I am? He, and so he just went off on me. And I was like, okay, Harvey, it's okay, no problem. I managed to get a ticket between the time I called you and now, so I'll be there tonight. And Harvey's like, oh, You'll be there? Well, make sure you shake my hand out of respect. And I said, oh, yeah, Harvey, I sure will. I sure will. And so when he went to the event and he urinated all over his hands and didn't dry him off, and so he went up and shook Harvey's hand, made sure he paid respect to Harvey with, with urine all over his hands just to get him back. Because that's my experience with Harvey Weinstein, dirt bag. <laughs> that was a, that's a great story that just proves what kind of, we know Harvey's a dirtbag I got it but he's got serious problems now okay I mean I don't, I, you don't want to feel sorry for him but you should probably feel sorry for him I mean blood pressure problems diabetes problems mobility problems he had the operation he's got the hospitalization I didn't realize he, you know, through all of this, he's paying all the law. He's got the upcoming lawsuits. He's got a brother that now hates him. He had to give the wife 15 million. Uh, and they say there was reported that he had coronavirus, but it's now being reported that there's no, he doesn't have coronavirus. Stop it. It's fine. It's just, a, it's his regular breathing issues and chest pains. Don't worry about it. It's not coronavirus. He's fine. And he's not bedridden. And he's walking around, he's talking, he's reading. And uh, so, you know, good for him. Congratulations. Appreciate it. And you speak, you know, I see his gay. He, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein gave his wife $15 million. So I see a story today that talks about Adele and her divorce. And I think, oh, yeah, Adele. Yeah, that's right. You got a divorce. You had that guy. And uh, they had a kid. I think the kid is theirs. Or I'm not sure. There was there was some kind of kid involved. And she has to, this being reported, that she has now settled her divorce with her ex-husband. She has to, Adele, has to give hubby $140 million. Can I be married to Adele for a couple of years, please? No problem. I mean, and when you think to yourself, wow, that's wrong. That's just wrong. Look at it this way. How much of a bitch is Adele that this guy wants to get $140 million from her? And he was with her for two years. They were separated for a year before the divorce is final. And he is still saying, screw you. I want my $140 million. Oof. She's got to be fun to be around. Just saying. So we'll take a look at uh, quickly the coronavirus update uh, today as we have uh, 1,478,288 total cases uh, around the world, uh, 86,744 deaths globally. Here in the U.S., 410,843 total cases and 14,000 210 deaths as we speak for this recording for chewing the fat. Now I've got some pretty good stories uh, about coronavirus world that we're living in now, where we're headed, what could possibly happen. And a couple of them are really worthy of thinking that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I know, I know, 
I'm the one that's been saying there is no light at the end of the tunnel or there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's either a mirage or a train coming at you. I get it. But you listen to some of the experts and we could have good news surrounding the COVID-19 virus. I'm excited about it. We're going to get to that on the podcast. When you think to yourself, wait, I'm listening to the show right now. Yeah. If you're hearing this, you're listening for free, my friend. Okay. You're listening for free. That won't stand. Subscribe to the podcast and we'll give you some good news about the coronavirus and where we're headed. Ha. You're welcome. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. Okay. I teased good news. We'll give you a little bit of good news. Uh, Dr. Fauci has said that he believes schools will reopen in the fall. We should be in good enough shape for schools to reopen in the fall. So for those of you thinking that school was going to reopen, you know, before summer, that's not going to happen. We told you that already. But uh, he's believing that schools are going to be able to open in the fall. Good news. Sure, there's bad news to be had surrounding the coronavirus. But Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey is donating a billion dollars worth of equity in his Square uh, app, which, you know, for COVID-19 relief, which is nice of him. I mean, he's rep- I guess that I guess uh, that represents 28 percent of his total wealth. Maybe he'll want to go fund me set page set up for him uh, after he donates it. I don't know. Uh, Walgreens is opening up a 15 drive through coronavirus testing locations across seven United States, seven states here in the U.S. So that's starting to happen. We're getting that, which really will mean that the numbers are going to go up if we're having a drive through test site. And what happens if you're, do you get to drive away? Temperature, COVID-19, earth surrounded. Right. <laughs> right. And if you've got someone in the car with you, forget it. You're all going down, man. I'm here to test. Yes, uh, you have coronavirus. Next. Pull up. Let's go. Let's keep the line going. We have, uh, sure, we could talk about, you know, the stories that are talking about how difficult it's going to be to restart the economy after COVID-19. Sure, we could talk about, you know, when the lockdowns are lifted and how the banks are going to be able to try to have money but not really have money to give you, the American people. Sure, we're underestimating how long the disruptions are going to are going to last. Sure, we could talk about all of that. But, but why? Well, we could think about, you know, dads getting arrested when they're at the park with their daughter. And nobody's there. And uh, they're just getting arrested because they're violating violating the, the rules. But he wasn't really violating the rules. And the only thing I like about that story is that when the police said, well, we're investigating it and the police, you know, did overreact. And can we come to your house to apologize? No. (laughs) Stay away from me. Good. Absolutely. And, you know, good. One of the listeners sent us that story and put the disclaimer ctf supports the police department there's no other show <laughs> yeah. that supports the police department but never that mind one... that they were just out of reach where is i got hold on. i should bring that story up because i want there was one line in that story so this took place in colorado and he's playing t-ball with his daughter and apparently there was another group in the park that were that was playing uh, soccer or they were doing something. And there was like, uh, there were uh, 14 or 15 of them. Someone called and reported them, which is really good that we've got Americans reporting on other Americans in the park. People are in the park. Well, isn't that what so the, the police, mayor of LA told yes, us? Yes. Yeah. They all want everybody wants us to report. So 
the officers showed up and talking to this guy, he was with his daughter, saying that we're here because the park is closed. And, uh, well, really, the park wasn't closed. I mean, the sign on the park says uh, you can do it in groups of no more than four walking, hiking, biking, running, and similar activities. He was playing, you know, t-ball with his daughter. Nobody else around. I think he's okay. He kept saying that he wasn't going to get arrested. Don't worry about it. So they handcuff him and take him to the car in front of his daughter. They never took him to the police station. They let him go. They let him sit in the back of the police car for 10 minutes, and then they let him go. But uh, what was really good from the police department, and again, he turned down there. Can we have a face-to-face with the police chief? He'd like to apologize. No. Uh, we're fine. He did. Uh, what, my favorite part of the story from the police department, and again, no one supports the police department more than chewing the fat. So, I mean, I can well understand why police officers would r- arrest a man with his daughter playing t-ball in a park on a you know weekend, and the police would show up without mask, without gloves, and come right up to the guy face to face and uh, handcuff him and throw him in the back of a car without any protection at all and do that in front of his six-year-old daughter. I can well understand why a Brighton police officer in Colorado would do that because it makes all the sense in the world. However, the department added that while the investigation sorts through the different versions of what took place by witnesses who were at the park, um, yeah, you mean like, like the former council member who took a video of everything so you don't have, there's no, there's no gray area I mean, you actually see what happens. You mean, you mean that those different versions? It is evident there was an overreach by our police officers. <laughs> you think? The sad thing is, now you got. Now I'm getting started. And I don't want to beat up. I, I you know, I, I don't really want to beat up the police departments too bad. Except that, let me say this: Yesterday we did the story about the police department breaking up the get together in front of that guy's house playing music, right? And people were hollering, oh, Nazi Germany and everything. Okay, so where are we at now? Now we're calling it, it was an overreach by police officers, right? And the guy wasn't arrested. He was handcuffed in front of his daughter and thrown in the back of the car, but he wasn't technically arrested and they let him go. All right, where are we down the road of so what? Tough. We're taking you to jail. You're not supposed to be in the park with your daughter. We don't care. Uh, we're going to handcuff you, throw you in the back of the car, and take you to jail. And there's not going to be an, uh, oh, hey, we're sorry. There's not going to be, it was an overreach. It was, uh, you know, you were breaking the rules, and we're going to arrest you. And this is all for the safety of the country and our city. And we're not apologizing for crap. How far are we from that? I think we're a lot closer than you think. A lot closer than you think, and we're still we're still getting stories about guys like Amon Bundy, who is you know gathering people in in Idaho, and he wants people to be aware of the Constitution. You remember that, that kind of nasty old thing, the whole Constitution of the United States of America, and that he's portrayed as the crazy guy, right? Because he doesn't want to be quarantined. He wants to have his weapons and he wants to go out and about and he believes that stores should be open and people should have the right to catch coronavirus or not catch coronavirus on their own and protect themselves, you know, in America and make their own decisions. He's portrayed as the crazy one. Okay. Okay. That guy that wants to believe in the Constitution is the crazy one. All right. Fine. Now, I haven't downloaded Quibi yet. I'm going to do it so that we can talk about it on Friday. We teased about talking about it on Friday. I want to be able to have it. I watched I watched a bunch of new promos, so I'm trying to get the idea of, of what it's going to look like on my phone because I know Chris has a problem with the watching it on the phone, but I'm I'm into it. I, I, I'm waiting. I just haven't done it yet. I'm still, you know, I still got Picard to finish. You haven't finished Picard? Uh, I haven't finished Picard. Dude. You know why? But I know, but you want to you know You are why. doing CQB. I'm going to tell you a secret why. Okay, why? All right. Because I started watching it with my wife, 
Oh no! See, that's your. She's a big. She's a big fan. You know, First big, mistake. Big I already know what's Star coming. Trek fan. I already know what's coming. And uh, you can't so watch can't, it without me. You already started right. it together. So you yeah, can't, can't. That's I, why you don't I start shows. So what you do is you watch it first, <laughs> and then you invite your spouse to watch it with you. Because here's the thing: if it's time to watch, it's time to watch. If you can't make it, too bad, so sad. I'm sorry. I didn't want to be rude, but too bad, so sad. <laughs> so me and the wife started watching some shows of Quibi on the uh, on the ride back from uh, where I was over the weekend. And we watched almost everything except when we started watching uh, Josh Chrissy or Christy, Christy Teigen. Josh oh, show. God. I don't know that I could do that. Uh, I don't okay. know that I could watch Fisher, her. you have to watch the first episode right. because that's where I stopped. <laughs> I, I just want you to suffer. I don't know. No, it's six and six minutes long. I just want you to suffer, right. and probably you're gonna ask yourself the same questions, like, why is she a judge, or why is her? I mean, I've already asked myself and this audience that question. By the way, so, so it's not far fetched that I would ask it again after all these, watching all these questions were asked by my wife, so she came in completely not knowing what I was showing her, okay? Second question, why is her mom the bailiff? Don't you have to be like a cop for that? Uh, no, not, in, not, not if you're a Quibi courtroom. And last and question. This is how she's paying. This is my mom. We're going to make you money. You're part of the contract. You're part of the deal. You're getting paid for it, guaranteed. And last question, why is the hubby the witness of this case. He was not even in the area where this happened. Really? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Right, so I, I don't want to say witness because he's the expert. He is uh, the expert of the judge because he's a, you know, EGOT. So he's right. an expert. So he's an expert on everything. So, yeah, it was God. disgusting. They, 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 it was they, didn't have the, they didn't have the kids in the courtroom. At the if end, you tell me they had their freaking kids in that courtroom, I'm going to freaking throw this computer through the window. At the end of the show, daddy comes out and says, shout out to my baby girl in the back, and boom, the daughter's in there the back. There they are. I can't take it. I was also thinking about how you uh, were talking about not being able to, you know, you had a tough time watching it on your phone. Uh just because you're used to seeing it on a bigger screen, I can swipe my phone to the TV. Are you? Could be let you do that, right? I mean, my phone. I can put anything I'm watching oh, on my phone to my TV. That's a good question. Hold on, stand by. I can. I, so they've got to allow you to do that. They can't. There's no. There's no way. My, my phone is a Samsung, and I have a Samsung TV. It allows me to swipe it. If you have Apple, you have Apple TV. You're able yeah. to do it, right? I yeah, mean, companies that, yeah. are able to do so that. So let's, let's do there's this. no way that Quibi can not. Let's stop you from doing Let's that. do this live, okay? We're going to do this live. We're going to do this live. All right. Okay, so, um, uh, Adam, are you in the uh, living room? Is the TV on? Turn the vacuum off. Okay, the TV's on? It, you, can, you can stop dusting for a moment. Okay, let's see. I'm about to mirror something to the TV. Let me know if it happens. It has to. If it doesn't, then I'm not... Uh, Quibi gets me for 89 of the 90 free days that I'm gone. Can you see it? Nope, you cannot send it. It's a no black way. screen. Oh, never mind, it's back. You can only stream the audio, not the video. I am going to be pissed if I can't do that. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Because it's still playing on my on my phone. It hasn't, you know... Wow! It yeah, it still plays on your phone, but it should it should be on the on the TV as well. Nope. I don't even have it yet, and I'm pissed. I'm telling <laughs> you, no wonder investors are a little bit worried about their one billion they, dollar. Sure. Investment. I mean, we talked about it, we talked about it, uh, you know, maybe yesterday or I forget. They you know, these, these days get it all mobbed together now, but they. Uh, you know, programming. And I'm, I'm uh, get as many subscribers as they were hoping on their launch day. Now, 
you know, that could be launch day and, you know, we're in the middle of the coronavirus. So people are, you know, slow uptick on some of the news, maybe, maybe I'm just trying to make, you know, their excuses that they're using to themselves, but they didn't even come close to getting the numbers that they had anticipated, not even close to launch day of Disney, which that's a tough call to make. I mean, if you're thinking that you're going to beat Disney on their launch app day, no. No, and you don't have the content. You don't have the content to beat with some to match on the or launch try to day. Beat no, they no, don't. You're not. They don't. But if they're creating, but but if the content is good, then in the long run that wins, right? In the long run, you win out. Okay, so there's another good show. Our girl is part of it. Reese Witherspoon. She is the uh, narrator. Right. It's called. I'm just gonna read the title to you, and you tell me if it's a good show or not. It's a documentary about animals called Fierce Queens. Oh, yeah. I, I did remember reading about this. She narrates the life of female-only animals. Oh, God. And it's supposed to be a family show that you get to watch you know, with your kids and stuff like that. Until episode two. When we're talking about... Um, <laughs> so it stayed family for the first seven minutes. Yes. Because then on this one, we're talking about... Here, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play a little bit. You just play a little bit. If you have kids on your car, there's a perfect chance to explain to them, you know, the circle of life. So oh boy. here we go. So far, it's riveting. And vocalizes to encourage him. It's a deliberate ploy. The more noise she makes, the more likely her conquest is to ejaculate. Whoa, easy breeze. What are you talking about? Likely. So by calling loudly during sex, these fierce queens can maximize the chances that their preferred male will become dad. Nice. Boy, and some females and humans believe that true to be true too, but it's not. Uh, my wife was actually telling me a story about the birds in our backyard last night. This is so sad. Uh, this is a story I'm going to tell you now because of Reese Witherspoon's Fierce Queens. But she said that uh, she was sitting out back last night and a young pair of birds were on the fence and they were busy taking care of a little bird business. Springtime, baby. Springtime. And they were taking care of some bird business. And then when they were done, they were all lovey-dovey and, you know, hopping up and down and rubbing, you know, feathers against feathers on the fence. And then a few minutes later, an older couple no. shows up on the fence. And they're just, you know, they're just hanging out on the fence. And uh, all of a sudden, one of the birds, probably the female, turns and starts yapping, just squawking at the man. And the man flies down into the yard off the fence, and she just sits on the fence still yapping and hollering at him the whole time. And my, Amber was laughing because it was like, young couple? Old married couple. Think <laughs> yeah. about it. Reese Witherspoon, Fierce Queens. So I, you know, I look forward to you know we'll get to we'll get to Quibi and we'll get to some of the show updates too. And if they if I can't throw it to my TV, man, holy cow! I feel like this needs to be a YouTube video. Oh, okay, I love that. Let's do that. Let's I'll do that. Do that. So, okay, do yeah, that. I'll, I'll I'll absolutely film so that. So yeah. here's what it should have. This is what it should include the video, downloading it, subscribing to it, watching one episode. Sending it to the TV, what you think of it. You got it. And that'll be our review, and that's why people need to go to YouTube, search for Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher, and subscribe. I love it. And there's a new video that we just posted last night as well that uh, you know will introduce you to Chewing the Fat with Shave or No Shave, and there's plenty of other videos there as well. But we will, I will do a Quibi YouTube review. Uh, we'll post that. Uh, before, you know, I, mean, I don't want to give myself a time frame. Then that means I have to work. Why are you looking at me like that with a smile? I mean, if I give myself an actual time frame, that means I actually have to do it. And Choose I, your you know. words carefully here, Jeff Fisher, <laughs> because I'm feeling that you don't know what day it is. So I'm going to tell you today is Wednesday, 
April 8th. We promised the audience to review it on Friday's podcast. So that means that you have to do all this stuff either today or tomorrow. Man, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. I must be driving through a tunnel or something. Not driving. Going on the audience cause... can see you and can see me. We're just chilling in a desk in the CQB. Hello? Plus, a little reminder Hello, before Jeffy decides to close this podcast email chewing the fat at theblades.com if you want to participate oh. on the chewing the fat happy hour chewing the fat at theblades.com so we can send you some uh links you have to have the software called zoom are you still i can't hello gosh darn it why can't i hear them <laughs>